Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 187, Planning 2.0. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? Oh my gosh, I just need to tell you how much I love you. So last week, so many of you said yes to signing up for my course, Say Yes to Drinking Less. And I had the best time. This was probably one of the funner, funner, (laughs) can you tell I'm from a small town, Indiana? Um, It was probably the most fun short course, like mini thing that I have done. Seriously, it was amazing. I coached like 15 women over three days and we covered so many topics in relation to over drinking. And it was just, Oh God, I just love you. If you showed up and got coaching during that, that, that course, like seriously, I, I am still vibing off of that. Um, the vulnerability that came, the honesty, the realness, um, your willingness to see things differently and to get help when you need help and to show up like I am seriously impressed y'all. Um, it was so fun. It was so easy for me to put on and put together the videos that I created for it were just awesome. And it, and, and then I wrapped it all up with a masterclass. So it was four days of live coaching and teaching with me. Um, and then some instructional videos and people get access to it for six months, but I'm sorry if you didn't get it because you can't get it anymore. (laughs) So listen, if you're not on my email list that gets emails about this kind of stuff, um, by the way, that sold for $25. It was a, a no brainer. Um, and the people that bought it now have access to it for six months and they can go back and reference it and listen to the coaching calls and watch the videos and it was just amazing so if you did sign up for it don't forget that like go in there if you didn't if you didn't participate live remember that you can go in there and access your um, course and all of the calls and resources there and if you feel kind of like you missed out on that you need to be on my email list so go to angelamasenic.com and a little box will be there that you can enter your email address and you can sign up to receive my most downloaded podcast episodes, and then you'll be on my list, okay? And then you'll be the first to know um, when I have other little things like that. And so that will not be the last of that type of program that I do. I am actively now enrolling into my six-month coaching program, Stop Over Drinking and Start Living, where we have three, two to three live calls per week. You have a monthly workbook where you deep dive into you know, uncovering your limiting beliefs about yourself, um, how to feel, things that you think about other areas in your life that make you want to drink. Um, And you have a very awesome community where people come together and support each other and you get written coaching and all that. So if you want to join that program, that is open now and you can go to AngelaMasenic.com forward slash join S-O-D-S-L. 
Okay, well today I want to talk about planning, but I first got to share a little bit about what I'm doing. I am in my friend's apartment. It's called the Lady Palace, and I'll tell you what, it is like a life coach dream here. She is traveling for three weeks, and um, she is in a nesting situation with her husband and her family, so she rented herself an apartment, decorated it um, exactly how she wanted. It's like, she's super cool. Um and we actually go on a walk every week and talk about all the things, but it's like, she's got motivate. She has a motivational calendar. Um, it swears. It's like totally right up my alley. What does it say? It's, um, today we just flipped it to August and it says design a life you fucking love. That's what the image is on August's calendar. I'm like, yes. And and I opened up her cabinets and like she has like eight different kinds of tea, like two different kinds of ways to brew coffee. I'm like, and she doesn't drink. So we also have that connection. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. It's like she has designed my alter ego single lady <laughs> um, apartment with like the colors and everything. It's just so, so fun. I'm going to probably post a picture of it on Instagram. Um if she allows me to. But anyway, I'm having a really good time. I woke up early and walked around downtown. I went my got myself my got myself a cup of coffee and I was just thinking about this podcast and planning because what happened in last week's course um when I taught the say yes to drinking less masterclass at the end of the week, I talked about what I teach my clients in my 6-month program is to plan your drinks ahead of time. And there were so many questions and so much confusion around planning. And so I wanted to do another, I, I do have a planning episode that was, you know, very early on in this podcast, but I wanted to do an updated 2.0 planning episode because it is so important. And I'm going to get into these reasons why you're here in a second, but I got so many questions and so many objections and so much confusion around how to plan your drinks. Um, and so I'm going to go over that with you in the podcast. If you have something to write with, that would be great. Okay. She might want to pause it real quick and go grab something to write down because this is going to be really juicy. Okay. So the main reason why we want to plan ahead, and I recommend that my clients inside the six month program do a weekly drink plan. So it doesn't matter like what day of the week it is, but you just start with, you know, right now <laughs> with making your drink plan for the next seven days. So literally we have worksheets for this inside the program, but if you're not in the program, you can just write down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday on a piece of paper or in your journal. And then next to it, you would write dash, and then you would just decide how many drinks or not you're having every day. Okay. And so the reason why we do that is because we want to be intentional with our stuff, right? So like where we get into trouble with over drinking is that we're not intentional. We make spur of the moment decisions. We let our emotions drive our act of drinking mostly. And the reason why we over drink is because we do that on the regular. So if you're feeling stressed and you want to relax at the end of the day, we drink, right? So that's an in the moment type decision based on how you're feeling or you don't want to feel. And when you do that over and over again, you basically train your brain that when you're having any feeling that you don't really like or you want to feel something extra, like some of the good feelings, that that's what we do. And then, of course, when you drink alcohol in response to how you feel or how you want to feel, 
um, we need a lot more of it than we actually want to get to that desired feeling effect because alcohol doesn't create our feelings. It just numbs them or covers them up or sometimes we think it amplifies our feelings, but it actually doesn't solve anything, right? So we need a lot more of that substance and if it's not alcohol for you, maybe it's food, maybe it's shopping, maybe it's you know planning vacations or escaping something there that to get to this desired feeling effect that we're after. And if you've been listening long enough, you know that feelings aren't generated by the things that we ingest or consume. Feelings are generated by how we think about things. And so there'll never be enough alcohol, right? Over time, like your desire grows for it, there'll never be enough alcohol to get to where you want to be with your emotional state okay so we don't want to make in the moment decisions or same day decisions around alcohol because usually that is in response to how we're feeling and that's just human behavior all of our actions that we take are in response to our feelings that's just what we do okay and to prevent that and to make sure that we're intentional about what we're doing in air quotes we want to plan ahead so we're not taking action from those feelings. We're taking action from our goals and from what we want to actually be doing with our goals in mind and the life that we want to live. Okay. So the power of planning is that you think about before you make your, your drink plan, you think about the relationship with alcohol you want to have ultimately. Okay. And then you make your drink plan according to that. And you just, you want to meet yourself where you are. Like, you know, a lot of times people want to jump off the bridge and they want to be perfect in this in this pursuit and just really think about it for a few minutes and then just put something down it really doesn't matter um you know and you can always adjust the following week so it doesn't have to be permanent okay and i recommend getting coaching on this a lot because there is just so many questions and objections and confusion i'm going to try to get into some of that here in the podcast but if you're in the coaching program, um, my coaching program, you should come on and get coaching on this directly so I can help you see where your big obstacles are. Okay, so now we know why we want to make a drink plan. And then what happens is, you know, we're like, okay, I'm going to make my drink plan right now. I understand that that's important, that I don't want to make in the moment decisions. I want to think about this intentionally. Okay, I'm sitting down with my paper. (laughs) Okay, I've got my pen. I'm going to make my drink plan for the week. And then we fast forward through the next seven days and you're like looking at the weekend or midweek and you're like, well, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm going to be doing on Thursday. And, you know, I'm spontaneous and I get last minute invitations for things all the time. And, you know, I don't know how I'm going to be feeling on Friday. That's usually when I drink to relieve my stress and I'm not supposed to drink to relieve my stress. And so what do I do if I want to have a couple drinks? Why? What's a good reason to have drinks? Like there's just so much mind drama. Okay. And I want you to know that that is normal. All of that stuff is normal. Okay. Because basically what the drink plan does is it it helps you put like a boundary in place, right? It helps you have like this guiding, not a principle, but a guiding way, like a method or a guiding way that, um, you put down your drinks and then you get to notice what comes up and what comes up is the work. That is what we need to look at and to dive into because all of those are just objections because your mind is like, wait a second, how is this going to work? It helps reveal to you why you're drinking, right? So if you have really strong feelings 
and, and, and you're anxious and worried about being invited out socially and you don't know what that's going to look like after you're or like while you're drink making your drink plan, then you're really attached to making sure that you drink socially. And so then we just want to pause and be like, okay, so I see that I'm really attached to making sure that I can drink socially. Okay. So like, what do I think about not drinking socially? Right? So like, what does that bring up in your mind? When I ask you right now, what would it be like for you not to go out and drink socially? What comes up? Like, write that thought down. Okay? That's your work. That's your mind's objection to it, right? I'm not saying that you don't have, you, you, you need to not drink socially or anything. It's just when we create the drink plan, you're, it will reveal to you your obstacles, basically, your areas of opportunity for you to dive into and look at your belief systems and what you believe about yourself and alcohol and all of the things. So for the social social example, if, you're, if your thought comes up like, oh, I can't go out with my friends and not drink, or I would, that would be terrible, that would be boring, it wouldn't be any fun. Those are all just thoughts, okay? They're just thoughts that you have practiced believing probably since you started drinking alcohol, okay? And I just want to let you know that those belief systems can be changed. I have changed my belief systems around it, right? Like, I don't think that way anymore, but I did at the beginning. I, I promise you, I never thought that I could go out and, and have fun without drinking. Like, I thought drinking was the fun, okay? <laughs> so I just want you to know that it's possible for you to shift some of those belief systems, but we have to be aware of them in the first place. And that's what the planning and the weekly drink plan helps you reveal. You need to understand what you think around all of this stuff so that we can get aware of how those thoughts and those belief systems you have are creating your current results, meaning your current drinking quantities, amounts, patterns, habits, all of it. Okay. So if you believe that you can't go out socially and not drink and, or something to that flavor, you will, you are that person that doesn't go out without drinking, right? Like look at your current results right? With going out socially and drinking. It's tied to exactly what you believe about it, right? And so when we put the drink plan together, just know that your mind is going to come up with these objections or obstacles. And it's your job to uncover them. And I can help you for sure by getting on a coaching call or joining the coaching program. But you can also do this by just writing down what comes up in your mind when you put your drink plan together, okay? So just notice that and you don't have to believe it. It feels true because you've been doing it for so long. All right. So just know that it feels really true. And I just want you to be open to the idea that it, it's not true. And it's just a thought that you've practiced believing for a really long time. And you probably didn't even realize it was there. Okay. So now what you want to do is, okay, so I understand that I have a lot of thoughts about that anyway. So what can I do with my drink plan? You decide what you want to put on your drink plan, regardless of what's happening with you socially. If you don't know, just decide what a great drink plan for you would look like for the week, and then you work on honoring your commitments to that plan, and you look at what you're thinking when something unexpected happens. I just had somebody post in my private Facebook group with the six-month coaching program, she had decided to go um, take an alcohol-free month. 
And then they spontaneously planned a vacation. And now her brain's like, I've never gone on vacation without drinking. And so now she's like, ah, right? She wants to like, she's considering changing her drink plan. We don't want to do that because that just lets your primitive brain run the show. But you just have to remind yourself that your intentional part of you, the one of you that wants to change your relationship with alcohol, actually already decided what you wanted to do. And we can look at this on a monthly level, on a weekly weekly level, on a daily level. You've already made that decision. Okay, so that decision has been made. It's locked in. All right. Now what the work is, is looking at your beliefs, right? So her beliefs are, oh, I've never went on vacation without drinking. Yeah, that's just, that's, I, my coaching to her was like, how is that not true? Right? What about childhood? Maybe if you have kids, maybe you were pregnant, right? Um, there's been times when you've done vacations without drinking. Go, fi- go find them. <laughs> maybe you were really, really young, Right? Something, there has been times where you have gone and done something, you've taken a break and you have not drank. So it's not 100% true that you've never gone on a vacation without drinking. So we just start to poke some holes in that belief system and deflate it a little bit. So it, you bring the temperature down of, of what you think is true in your life, okay? And so now it's like, all right, I've already decided to do this. I'm going to work on this belief. What if it was possible that I could go on a vacation and not drink? What if it was possible that I could go out to dinner with my friends and not drink? If I if I have my drink plan and I've been spontaneously invited. Hmm. I know Angela can do that. Angela does that all the time, right? Like I go out all the time. I travel all over the place. I do all of this shit now without drinking. But five years ago, y'all, I didn't. So how did that happen? How did that happen? I ch- I got aware of my current beliefs around alcohol by having a plan, by having this foundation that helped reveal to me what I thought about stuff when it came up. Okay. So I remember when I got coached, um, when I was going through my own process before I was a life coach, I was so in so much mind drama about drinking or not drinking on a trip that I was going to take. I was going to go see this old friend that I had and we've been friends since high school, college. I mean, you know, I was 40 and when I was going to visit her. So we've been friends for like over 20 years. And I was really torn because I was working on my relationship with alcohol and I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm like, I just, it was so hard for me to imagine going on a trip without drinking. And I deliberated on it for days. Finally, I got on a coaching call and the advice was like, just decide and just decide what you want to do. And that just kind of like, Okay, it just kind of opened up. Like, it doesn't matter. It really does not matter what you decide. Okay, but just a decision ahead of time is going to help help you, right? So I decided not to. Decided not to drink and go on this vacation. And of course I was nervous and of course all the things. And we went out to dinner. I've told this story many times. We went out for dinner. And I told my friend, of course, all of this. We're very close. I told her all of this, you know, while when I saw her and what I was working on and it was so funny now that I'm remembering this. Um, if you're inside my six month coaching program, I'm going to be going off on a tangent here in a second. I'll come back to what happened when I went out to dinner with her on vacation and didn't drink. But so in this, if you're inside my six month coaching program, you have access to something called the lessons on self coaching podcast. And the first episode I ever recorded was actually on this trip I'm telling you guys about. I wanted to start a podcast, and I wrote it on this trip, 
and I tell the story of this time I went out to dinner. So if you're in my membership, go listen to that. I think it's like literally episode one or two. It's so good. Anyway, oh, it's so fun to, to relive some of this stuff. Wow. Um, yeah, so there's, I have, my whole journey is documented on this lessons on self-coaching. I shared every week in a podcast my work on changing my relationship with alcohol and food and the inner workings of that, my relationships and stuff. It's really good. Um, but you have to be a member inside the six-month po- coaching program now to get that. Anyway, <laughs> going back to the story, I, you know, I'm sharing with my friend about what I'm working on and all the things. And we go out to dinner, a steak dinner, like this really old New England style steakhouse. It's known for like it's steak and it's wine and it's all cozy and dark and all the things. And we're sitting there and I order my dinner and, you know, they asked us for what we wanted to drink and I ordered a Diet Coke. And I looked at my friend, I was like, Kate, I was like, I, I need to tell you that like I have never done this before. Like I cannot believe that I just ordered steak and a Diet Coke. <laughs> and like for people that like Kate doesn't have, she'd never really drank that much. But um, really ever, like in college, a couple times we drank together, but nothing, she's never been like a heavy drinker. So for her, like I don't think she understood the weight of that and like the impact. But for you all, I know you understand, right? Like what it would be like, and some of my clients have, have shared this, it's like to go out to dinner and just order not drinking and to be okay with it and to have a good time and it not be a big deal, right? That opened my that opportunity opened my mind. It just like, it just kind of blew my mind open to like, what else, what are the other lies I've been telling myself? What are the other belief systems I can break down and, and, and let myself experience a new way of being? Like it was profound, okay? But there was a decision made, backing up to the planning 2.0, there was a decision that I made ahead of time. There was a plan that I made to not drink and there was, I, I executed it, right? And you follow through and the more you are willing to put yourself in that situation and to plan, to follow through on your plan and look at what comes up, look at what your mind is offering you as objections in that process is the way you change what you think about yourself, your identity around alcohol, your belief systems about it. Like I can't go out socially without it. That would be boring. That, whatever that is for you, the, the weekly plan will help you do that. And if you don't do that, it's really going to be hard to change your relationship with alcohol permanently because you can't see what's underneath there. You can't see the, these unconscious belief systems that we, that we all have around all of the things, right? Whatever habits you want to change, whatever, if it's a relationship or it's food or it's alcohol or whatever it is, your work, there's shit that you believe that you don't even know that you believe, but when you start to put some constructs in place (laughs) and make a plan and have a goal, it will help you reveal some of this shit that you can work on. You can work on your belief systems, okay, and the way you think about stuff, but you gotta be aware of it first, and that's what the planning helps you do. So that's the biggest obstacle that you'll find is your mind objections around it, okay? And so I recommend that you get support on that, get coaching, write it out, ask yourself, you know, what else could be true? What else could I think about this that would help me stick to my plan this week? Okay. And then the, like the other part of it, a lot of questions are around, can I change my plan last minute? I don't recommend that you do that because of everything I just told you, because it teaches your brain that you're not committed, that you, that you're, that you're wobbly. 
And if you change your plan and you're wobbly after you've already made a commitment, you're going to be, it just like doesn't make you super strong for those in the moment times when you're like, okay, I said I wasn't drinking or I'm only going to have one or two or whatever it is. Your plane's like, oh, we're wobbly here too, right? And it just, you want to build your strength. So I don't recommend that you change your plan if something comes up, okay? Just look at what's coming up in your mind and you can change that, okay? If you need to change something, change your mind about what you think about not drinking or following through on whatever it is that you planned, okay? And um, the other part of that is, is I had some questions on, you know, I just find that it's easier to not drink. And so I don't want to make a weekly drink plan. And my response to that is then plan for zero. Just plan every day to put zero, 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 okay, on your plan. So that is also intentional, right? And then follow through on that and work and and work through your stuff, right, that comes up just like you would if you had drink plans on there. It goes the same way, right? And then next week we do an evaluation. We look at the week. How was this experience? What worked? What didn't work? What would I do differently next time? And then you make another drink plan, okay? Don't get too far ahead with it. Um, so this is planning 2.0, friends. The reasons why we want to make a plan is because we engage the part of our brain that has our best interests, okay? We don't like to make in-the-moment decisions because that is typically in reaction to our emotions and our primitive brain is running the show, okay? So we make our drink plan a week in advance and then we look at what comes up, all of the thought obstacles, all of our belief systems, and then we work on that stuff, not so much on changing the plan. Make sense? I would love to answer your questions on this. I would love to coach you on this. If you want to join my coaching program, please do. It um, is it is an application-only process, but it's an amazing, supportive, loving place where you can come and share how you feel. Share what comes up in your mind about this without being judged. And I help you see that you shouldn't compare what you're doing in your plan to other people. There was a lot of that, too. Um, their, their drink plan looks, oh, they're only putting two drinks on their plan on a Friday night. God, I would be, I would feel happy if I only drink a bottle cause I'm drinking two bottles. You gotta, you gotta look at that, some of that stuff and don't compare yourself to other people too. There's no judgment here. You're not better if you don't drink or you put some drinks on your plan. There's no morality here. There's just your goals, what you want for your relationship with alcohol, and then looking at what your belief systems are and what you think about it and working through that and getting coaching and support on, you know, my job is to help you get what you want, right? Your relationship with alcohol. My job is not for you to follow my process exactly and do exactly what I say to get the outcome that I think is better, best for everybody. So when you work with me, it's very much customized to what you want. There's not one prescribed way. You are the best knower of what's best for you and your own life and your own circumstances and your own shit that you've been through. And my job is just to guide to get you what you want. Okay. I'll help you get what you want in faster amount of time than we typically can do on our own. And I know what works and what doesn't work. And I know what you need to do first. And all of that. So that's what the six-month coaching program helps you do. It helps you have a container to explore and to let some of this stuff come up and have vacations and have unexpected events happen and, you know, sicknesses and things like that and to have the support when real life happens so that you can still follow through on your goals and your desires to change your relationship with alcohol. And if you join this month, 
we are having a for the first time I'm ever doing this inside my six month program. I'm doing a virtual retreat for all active members. So you need to be an active member within the six month time frame to do this. But on the end of the month, I'm I'm doing a immersive experience on connecting with your body. I'm bringing in some outside experts that I've worked with in the past. I'm leading a couple of the sessions, but we're going to learn together. It's going to be amazing how to connect with our bodies to tune into what our bodies want and need versus our mind. Our mind gets us into so much trouble. Also, our mind can be very, very powerful in achieving our goals and dreams, but left to its own devices, our mind can more often than not take us down the wrong path, but listening to our body, our body never lies to us. Our body always tells us the truth, and if you can learn how to connect with your body and how to feel and you know learn to trust your body and know your body more you will be on your way to success much faster so it's a full day um, virtual retreat on connecting with your body and it's going to be available it is very valuable i would probably charge a thousand dollars just to attend this on its own but if you are in the membership you get to do it for free and i'm going to be doing it with you so all that to say come and join us it's amazing we have two to three live coaching calls a week daily coaching provided in a private facebook group it's amazing you can get all of the details and to see if you're a good fit for it at angelamasenic.com forward slash join s o d s l okay the link to do that is in the show notes happy planning you all i love you all so much and i believe in all of you talk to you next week bye Get my people, you know.